All right, what is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Lobster Party Podcast. We have a very, very special guest, Mr. John Howard. What is up, What's man? Up? Hey, yeah, how you guys up, doing? Man? Doing pretty good, man. Hey, just want to say thank you so much for coming on. You know, um, uh, we are fucking huge fans of yours, dude. Back <laughs> in like the early days, I Fuck don't know. Yeah, I think it was like. <laughs> I think it was like 2014 <laughs> was around the time whenever I discovered yeah. Threat Signal and that was like a huge influence okay. on our band, you know, back in the day. So, uh really do oh, yeah. appreciate your time. Well, thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Fuck yeah, yeah man. Hell yeah. Brandon, what you got, dude? Hell yeah. Gotcha. So, so we just uh I guess starting out, we just kind of wanted to, you know, we ask you about how how you got your start and kind of the uh early days of uh music making for you. Shit. <laughs> um, probably back in high school. Um, shit, man. I just actually my mom put me into like piano when I was really young, and uh, it was all like theory. And I was probably like maybe ten years old, maybe twelve or something. But I, I was just boring, so I quit that. She put me into guitar, and then they were just teaching me theory and stuff. I didn't like that. I quit that. And uh, what really sparked me to pick up guitar, play guitar, and start writing songs and actually trying to sing was uh, when Kurt Cobain killed himself, you know, which is, I was just like, holy fuck, like, who is this guy? You know, I was really young, right? So I'm like, what, why, why did this guy kill himself? He has everything. You know, I just, I just didn't understand. So it fueled me to, to investigate more and look into, you know, like grunge music, alternative music, and pick up a guitar and start playing. So, and as soon as I picked up that acoustic guitar, I just started writing songs, you know? So I was more into the rock, alternative, grunge scene, Alice in Chains, shit like that. And uh, my taste just kept getting heavier and heavier along the, along the way. So mm -hmm. that's where it kind of started, you know? And I started forming bands in high school. I was always like the, the primary motivating songwriter, you know, the go-getter. It's like teaching people how to play just so I could have people to play with. <laughs> you know, yeah. like let's start a fucking band, man. Come on, just play. Let's do this. You know, so and I think uh, I think my first show I played was in probably 1998. Damn. When I was in high school. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, I just I just dated myself, man. Fuck. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> to, to date it a little harder. Um, I, I, <laughs> no, yeah, no. To date yeah. it a little harder. I, I was born a year before that, so. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. yeah. Motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. So, so you you were you're born and raised in Canada, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm still in the same place. You know, mm -hmm. I've traveled the world. I, you know, obviously um had the chance to, you know, stay different places, but I I you know, I have a family here. You know, I'm very tight with my family, and uh, yeah, I'm still in Hamilton, Ontario. Have a little recording studio mm -hmm. here, and you know, just in the in the house. You know, just recording bands and recording my own music. But yeah, mm -hmm. I've uh, stayed in Canada my whole life, man. Yeah, sick dude. Have you ever uh, been hunting for Sasquatch up there? 
<laughs> every day, man. Every day. Every, <laughs> every day. <laughs> every day. <laughs> yeah, I just fucking roam out of my igloo and hunt some sea yeah. squid. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because you, you know that's how pe- people down here see you guys. Like, they think that you guys just all, like, live in igloos and shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's why I said it, man, because I've had people say that shit before. You know, they that's, don't really have any clue where, igloo. like, anything is. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. So, man, I, I'd love. I'd love to kind of ask you in general how about a little bit about threat signal. Uh, back in the day, like how how threat signal kind of came to be, uh, and then just I guess a little more about your time with the band as well. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. So, I played my first show in '98 with my my high school band, and uh, my cousin Richard. Um, you know, he just lives next door. Well, he used to. So that was one of the guys I'm like, he picked up a guitar and we, we jammed and we formed a band, like high school band. And then I went off to college and I stopped playing shows in my band for about a year. Kind of disbanded. And then I was missing it, you know? So like by the, by maybe like 2000, 2003, I got back together with my cousin and then we wanted to write some new music. You know, we were listening to metal by then, you know, hard into like Metallica, Pantera, Mushuga, fuck, into the Swedish metal scene, you know, soul work. So we wanted to create something with all of that in mind, but, you know, something with a twist, something newer. You know, the whole idea going into the writing back in 2003 was, let's just write music that we want to listen to in our fucking car that we can crank up and shit that we'll love, you know, and just see what the fuck happens. But, uh, this local shredder kid who knew me from my high school bands, this guy Kyle McKnight, yeah, he came to my the front door of my house, he knocked on the door, he's standing there with the fucking little VHS tape. He's like, here's my audition tape. You know, hands me this VHS tape. <laughs> like, fucking pop it in the machine. And he's just like ripping fucking like Zach Wild solos and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how did there's a shredder kid in our neighborhood? You know, like, we have to fucking start a band with this kid. So that was the start of Threat Signal <laughs> when he came with that VHS tape. You know, we just started jamming. You know, we, we all we like the same kind of music, and we're like, let's create some fucking badass tunes. So then we started recording. Um, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I just fucking grabbed, like, a 57 mic, put it on a guitar cab, put it into the sound card, you know, and just cranked it and just recorded some shit. So we recorded all these ideas, put it online onto this site called garageband.com, and the shit fucking skyrocketed, <laughs> which it was awesome. It's like a rating site. You kind of go in blindly, and then you rate, you know, the music, you know, whatever you like. But we blasted off, and uh, I actually uh, put it up under the name Threat Signal, Without without telling uh, my bandmates, <laughs> like I I was just like I wanted some feedback and I wanted to see how the song Rationalized would do. And uh, I popped it on there and he's like, "What the fuck? You put it up?" <laughs> Kyle's like, "You put it up under the name Threat Signal?" Yeah, I'm like, "Well, fuck, we're doing well. I guess we have to keep that name, man." That <laughs> 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 so, uh, was kind of yeah. like the start of Threat Signal. Just you know <laughs> dang so you you mentioned um the swedish metal scene dude so uh i i know in uh your band monolith you guys uh 
had a guest feature in Becoming the Enemy, uh, Johannes Eckerstrom, dude. So I fucking love Avatar. Yeah. How how did that happen? What, what was the process with that? Well, I, I can uh, thank Ryan, you know, our drummer Ryan, mm-hmm. uh, for that hookup. You know, he used to play in Devin Townsend Project, right? Yeah. So he made a lot of friends. He's made a lot of friends around the world, man. So he, he called up Johannes and, and got that feature, you know. And uh, I just remember yeah. the first time I heard, first time I heard Avatar, I was with Bobby Tongs from the Pantera crew. He, t- he took me out to meet Vinnie Paul because Hell Yeah was playing with Avatar in Buffalo, New York. So we went out, you know, partied with Hell Yeah, and I got to see Avatar, and it was fucking awesome. <laughs> so Yeah, they're dope, yeah. man. I love Avatar. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's a hell of a song, dude. So you said, so you said oh, that you got yeah. to party Thanks, with man. Uh, fucking Vinnie Paul, Hell Yeah, and all that as well? Oh, yeah, dude. dude it was, that's so uh, cool. Like, it was the first time I met Vinnie. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm just like, what the fuck? I actually have a picture to prove it. I'm like, check this out. You know? <laughs> but uh, Vinny's like the nicest motherfucker, man. Like, he made... I'll, ne- I'll never forget, he made a point. He made me a fucking... Like, he was making black tooth grins. Like, I got introduced. Like, no, oh, name's John. He's like, how's it going? Whatever. Ten minutes later, he has an extra black tooth, and he made a point to remember my name and offer me that extra black tooth. He's like, yo, John, you want yeah. another fucking black tooth? <laughs> I'm like, what? Dude, that's insane, man. Mind blown. <laughs> so uh, the last Threat Signal album, Disconnected, that came out in 2017, I believe. Is that right? Um, have, uh, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you guys been writing any more music? Uh, we've kind of taken a little break. You know, we've we did a couple little tours, um, but Threat Signal slowed down a little bit. You know, I've got a monolith. I'm uh, full speed ahead with that. Mm-hmm. And Travis has uh, the band Kill the Lights. Um, so we're just kind of doing that. Like, Threat Signal put out four records, and, you know, we're just kind of splitting to do our own thing for a bit. Um, we have some music that's kind of sitting on the shelf that we're going to come mm-hmm. back to and finish. You that's know, cool, it's just man. a matter of time. Yeah, because we've been fucking pounding at it for 15 years, right? So it's. You know, you just know when the time is right to to continue or take a break or whatever. But we we just don't want any pressure, you know. So, so John, you uh, do, do you work at a guitar shop or something? I do. Yeah. What? Shit, man. I. Uh, it's it's called F Bass. Yeah. So just you know the letter F. The the guy the founder he started it in like he started it in like 1978. His name's George Furlanetto. Mm-hmm. But they're like, they're high end custom handmade bases. You know, they're not CNC, you know. It's kind of like that high school wood shop, you know, yeah. the band saws and you're rasping and shit, sanding. So I've been working there since probably 1999 or 2000. Wow. You know? wow. Yeah. I, I left for a bit to go to college and then I came came running back because it's a sick job man mm-hmm. just building custom instruments i've actually built a lot of my own guitars too oh no shit that's which is cool. cool yeah i got a wall of them over there so hell <laughs> yeah, yeah they're dude. pretty rad yeah 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 dude i, I can kind of relate man I, I used to work at guitar center down here for about uh oh, yeah. like six months or so and it was like yeah. probably the dopest job i've ever had it was cool man uh, yeah like I thought it was a guitar store when I, I I got it through a high school co-op, 
program. I thought I was going to work in a guitar store, but they took me into the back and it was a whole wood shop. I'm like, holy shit, this is way better. You know? <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So it's killer because they let me, you know, I can go on tour. You know, I'll be like, I'm leaving for a month. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, oh, cool. Where are you going, man? That's fucking awesome. You know, yeah. very supportive of uh, my career, right? So you need that when you're playing metal, you know, because you're not touring no doubt. all the time usually. You know, so yeah. make some money, then go on tour, you know, because you don't make any fucking money on tour. <laughs> so mm-hmm. make your money, go on tour, come back. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. <laughs> that's good to have a supportive job yeah. like that. Yeah, exactly. And then on the side, I have my recording studio as well. You know, so I'm always up to something, you know, mm-hmm. helping bands out, recording bands. Uh, so mm-hmm. always doing something. Fuck yeah. That's that's cool, man. Uh, it definitely sounds like you're staying pretty busy. But but it, I mean, yeah, I guess it sounds like that's what it that's what it takes to, you know, I guess be be doing this full time. So that that's pretty awesome, dude. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. It, it's been good, like, through the whole pandemic bullshit. Like, I didn't slow down for a second, you know? Just kept working, mm-hmm. so it's good. Right, yeah, I guess because you can't, you, you definitely couldn't really, like, tour or do anything like that, unfortunately, at least for a while, so. No, <laughs> <laughs> no we fucking, uh, we, the, a monolith tour, so we have our CD release tour planned in Europe, and, uh, I think we've rebooked it like four times. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So it's like, so it's going to be two, almost two years later, we do our CD release tour after we put the record out. <laughs> so it's like, it's, it's like time for another CD already. Yeah. yeah. Speaking yeah. of tours, uh, I know I know you've already hit us with a handful, but I, I mean, we'd love to hear some, some more uh, interesting tour stories any that really stand out to you as funny or cool or just just anything that you'd like to share you know horror oh, stories that you've experienced funny. on yeah. tour. <laughs> well we've d- we've done a, like well fuck our our very first real tour was probably with soil work nemec and darkest hour like throughout the u.s and and canada and that was holy shit man like we got the we got on a tour bus. We shared it with Nemec, like just it was a dream come true, man. You know, um, mm-hmm. there's probably countless countless wicked stories from that shit, but I can't remember because it's probably hammered. You know, <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, yeah, I got it all on video, so I should put up some of those videos. Um, but after that, we jumped in the, we got a tour van and we were ripping around in the tour van. But uh, something more relevant, um, we got to tour with Children of Bodom. So we got to hang out with Alexi a lot, you know. So we toured mm-hmm. North America with Bodom. What the fuck? That was in uh, 2012. So we toured five weeks with them, man. So, yeah, I got to hang out with Alexi a lot. <laughs> And he was he was awesome. Not a bad word to say about that dude, man. But it just sucks hearing about his passing. But I'm like, I I kind of yeah. knew it was maybe al- alcohol related or something. Cause man, did we party? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. That that's so fucking sick though. Like we we we're huge yeah. huge children of Bodom fans ourselves. So uh, um, nice. uh, we we were pretty we were pretty sad and devastated whenever we you know heard that news. Of course, like everybody. Yeah. Um, uh, I, yeah. I got to see them one time live. Um, God, what year was that? It, it, I'd probably say it was like four or five years ago, something like that. Um, okay, yeah. And, and, it, and it was amazing. They were they were on who who were they on tour with? I think um, 
I can't I cannot remember for the life of me right now. Havoc. I'm sorry. The the band yeah. Havoc opened up for oh. them. I saw them in Memphis. Yeah, we've played with Havoc. Really? Dope. Oh, dude, that's so cool. Oh yeah, we <laughs> yeah we, ha- we toured with them. That's man. the first I can't... time I've ever really heard of or seen Havoc. Yeah, I'm like looking at my tour passes. I'm like, fuck, what tour was that? <laughs> <laughs> It might it might have been with Death Angel. We toured with Death Angel. That's so sick. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so many tours. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No, I feel you, dude. <laughs> yeah, all we listened to, man, back in the day was uh, Children of Bodom and Threat Signal and uh, who else, man? Nice. I mean, I mean, plenty of yeah, yeah a bunch of Lamb of God. Oh and, yeah. Uh, well, back in same man, love Lamb of God. Avenge yeah. Sevenfold, Bullet from My Valentine, especially back then. Oh yeah, a lot of stuff like that. See, cool. Twenty twelve. Let's see. Yeah. What? Were, were, did we did we just start our first band in twenty twelve, or or was it twenty ten? I think it was thirteen. 13 yeah. <laughs> so, or yeah, around yeah. around that time, we were kind of just getting our our fresh start in making music and making a band and and all of that stuff yeah. as well. Um, it, it was a it was a pretty nice. good time for the most part and you know here we are now but <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yeah we just keep it, we decided to keep it going we decided to do uh uh podcasting instead <laughs> for now yeah oh uh, yeah we, we've, you gotta do something yeah, yeah. It's, it's been great so far because we we've had different bands uh, over the years and i and me personally i don't necessarily think i'm like done doing music or anything um no, I'm yeah, but never done. No, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't believe so. But at at the moment, you know, I think this is kind of our primary focus. But but it's it's been hmm. it's been really cool. It's been a lot of yep. fun. So, um, so so yeah. man, um, kind kind of how we ask like about threat signal, we'd we'd love to kind of hear about um, you know, the start of a monolith and how that came to be as well. Oh uh, yeah, um, I guess uh, like Ryan and Beav from uh, Devin Townsend Project. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess. You know, Devin kind of disbanded everybody, like, you know, just called it quits and went solo. So those uh, those two guys, Ryan and Beef, had like a little project in the works, you know, just writing writing songs. And uh, they were looking for a singer. You know, they had a bunch of big names in mind, and they had no idea who the hell I was, you know. And then uh, there's this guy named Neil Lim Sang. He's a photographer, and he takes he like goes on tour with like In Flames and lamb of god and does like killer photography but i know like he's one of my good friends so he brought up my name to ryan and beef now have you checked out this guy john howard from threat signal they're like who the fuck is that you know (laughs) 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 they uh they checked me out hit me up you know do you want to try out for this new project you know and like threat signal wasn't very busy at the time i'm like hell yeah killer opportunity so i jumped on that you know so they just sent me some songs, and it's killer because I have a studio, right? So they sent me some songs. I tracked the vocals. You know, I sent it back, like, within a day or two. They're like, what the hell? Like, it's <laughs> so fast. You know, like, <laughs> like, like, any other vocalist would, you know, have to take time, find, like, maybe book some recording time or something. Or, But, yeah, man, I just, uh, <laughs> I guess they kind of led me on. And they, uh, they had me record a song with their lyrics. And then I recorded the same song with my lyrics, 
And then I swear they were just picking at me. Yeah. And they already knew I was in the they already knew I was in the band. Like, but they just kept riding it along. Like, you fuckers. They were just Dude. seeing how yeah. far they could push it. Yeah. Before you were just like, yeah. bro, what the and fuck I'm are like, y'all doing? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, sure, man. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. You know, I just kept recording shit. Man, I'm yeah, I'm curious so. to know, like, what are your, some of your like inspirations as far as vocals like who are like your top five vocalists oh fuck well speed from soil work uh super like a big influence on me because like just the way he switches from screaming to singing and like all the the rock aspects the metal aspects just super diverse um phil from pantera is kind of like an older influence Mm -hmm. like he kind of pushed me to I, I got I probably got my high screams from him, you know. Yeah. That great, you know. I kind of got that idea from Phil, and then I would just kind of rehearse it in my car driving to work. <laughs> looking, looking like a crazy motherfucker. <laughs> like, like, like I just I'm like, how does he do that shit? And I just fucking kept trying and trying, but uh, I just wanted to push it higher though, you know. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, <laughs> and uh, fucking Lane Staley from Alice in Chains big influence for uh like melodies and singing shit like that mm-hmm. um fuck fucking jesse leach from kill switch engage was a an influence as well hell you know? yeah um i listened to a lot of metallica when i was growing up too so mm-hmm. um yeah i take influence from everywhere too right it's hard to pick top anything for me but those those are up there that's a solid so. list, dude, man. Those are some of our favorite vocalists yeah. as well. Absolutely. Right on, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, yeah. And I can hear I can totally see that too. I, I hear that and like especially in um in some of the songs I've listened to from like a monolith, I, I feel like we, I hear a lot of um God, how do I explain it? Almost like Wayne staticky type type vocals, really. Like uh, cool. I, I think it's I think it's very in that vein. So um Cool. That's a compliment. Yeah, yeah absolutely, <laughs> dude. It's, it sounds fucking awesome. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I, I would say thanks, man. I would, thanks. I would say like my favorite vocal performance that you've ever done was in the track mm-hmm. "Another Source of Light." Oh shit! Yeah, man, that, those highs <laughs> are ridiculous. I know. I was like squeezing my balls on those ones, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just clamped up in the studio. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, just t- tighten the vice up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking yeah, dudes. Uh, t- we've never, I don't think we've played that one live before, you know? But we've, we talked about playing it live. Yeah. I, I can hit that shit. I can hit that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking uh, the re- recording, just like, like, uh, clicking in and they're just like it's like man that's, that wasn't gonna cut it you're gonna have to do it again clamp a little harder bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just each clamp it goes up like in a little bit <laughs> this next one's it for sure we got it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah the, that record i actually uh, i produced that record and recorded it all yes in my studio oh, most of it awesome yeah we 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 did the guitars in la i was working with uh Arkea. I have apparently I'm in like 300 bands, um, but that was my band with the the Fear Factory guys, Christian and Raymond. Mm-hmm. So I was down there working on that project. So I just flew the Threat Signal guys in, track guitars down there, mm-hmm. and then did the rest of the record uh, up here in Hamilton. Yeah, so sweet, dude. So uh, just just uh, 
I was kind of curious as far as like the writing process for you, like from going from band to band or in, or even like lineup to lineup, how would you say that the uh, writing process kind of differs depending on what group of people you're with for you? Well, like threat signal is kind of like my baby, you know, and I, Mm -hmm. I write all the lyrics and like, I'm involved with like arranging the songs and, you know, some of the songwriting, I play guitar, add riffs and shit. Um, and then I jumped into Archaea. That was my next bigger band. And uh, I was on the phone with Christian from Fear Factory. He's guitarist Archaea. And then I'm like, Christian, uh, so are you going to write the lyrics or can I write them? He starts laughing at me. <laughs> you know, he's like, he's like, you're the fucking vocalist, man. You write it. <laughs> like, you know, so, so, so I'm like, oh, sweet. Cool, man. You know? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but uh, with a monolith, that's probably the most different one, you know, because I came into the band when a lot of the songs were already written. You know, almost the whole record was written instrumentally when I stepped in. And uh, Ryan does a lot of the lyric writing, and he's he can't he's not a singer, but he has like a a good ear for how things should sound. So he'll send me like stuff over the phone, or like he'll record stuff and just like kind of hum it. Or like, you know, just whisper track it, and I'll just sing his ideas, you know. So a monolith is a lot of Ryan doing uh, a lot of the vocal stuff mm-hmm. ideas, which is cool. So like, I kind of take what he wrote and put my spin on it and bring it to life, you know. So it's that's a cool way to do it too. So, but we'll write back and forth now. I'm a uh, little more involved. So mm-hmm. I'm actually writing a lot of the uh, the guitars for Monolith now too. So Dope. <laughs> it's gonna have a little, th- dude. I just wrote fucking a bunch of songs. We just tracked a new EP, and it's got all these threat signal bends and slides and shit. You know, yeah. <laughs> fucking, like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of changing the sound of a Monolith a little. Bit. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> dude, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, bro. dude. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, cause I, <laughs> I'm like, if threat signal's not busy, I'm fucking. Let's do this shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool. So so, so you're kind of saying, I guess, like, initially your involvement was a little, little lesser, a little more, um, well, I guess just lesser. Yeah. Um, but it's steadily growing, you know, yep. the longer y'all are together. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, exactly. I just stepped in. I'm just, you know, I was just happy to be there. Yeah. You know? like, All right. Fuck, let's do this. You know? And now I'm just kind of one of the head guys now. So it's. You know, kind of writing. We're just kind of progressing, right? You know, we don't even want to be stuck in uh, one genre of course. as well. So, which is, I'm fucking stoked on that because I like writing little acoustic things and and other things, right? So, mm-hmm. hell yeah, you know, whatever the fuck. Yeah, that yeah. that's legit. I mean, I I definitely like uh, like the the sound that y'all have because it you know it's like it has a consistent sound even though like some of the songs are a little yeah. more rocky. You have more metal moments and metal tracks and stuff. Um, I, I'm excited to hear, you know, newer material with with new yeah. influence. I, I I love to hear that, you know, that kind of it's, evolution it's, and sound. It's cool because it's pushing the limits. It's more more technical, but more melodic as well. You know, mm. it's got that fucking heavy, heavier, groovy shit. You know, but then killer melodies. It's it has a little threat signal vibe, but it's it's its, its own thing. You know, a monolith is just slowly. You know, just advancing and progressing. Yeah, so. that's dope, dude. Man, I'm I'm yeah. I'm pretty stoked about that, man. Uh, wh- whatever the fuck you put yeah. out, dude, we're gonna fucking listen to it. 
I think we're dropping a song in a month or so. I don't know. It's not set in stone, but we want to drop a single. Mm-hmm. You know, the idea is to to maybe put out a song every five weeks or so. Yeah. You know, just pop them out instead of just saving them up and putting it on an EP. You know, just you know, keep popping shit out. Right. You know? Sweet. I, I I was interested in kind of how um, you know, I was asking you about touring a little bit, but like how your experiences have been, um in visiting like different cities and countries, like interacting with, with the people and, you know, just, just in general, I guess, how, how different have your experiences been, uh, um, in different places? Yeah, I guess it's uh, it is a little bit different everywhere you go. You know, it's, it's kind of interesting when you're, especially touring, touring through Europe. Um, like if you're in a bus, right. And it's, you, you drive all night usually and you're sleeping, you wake up and you're usually in a different country and you don't even know what the hell language they're speaking, you know? It'll be a different language each day. And then you have to figure out, oh, what currency are we using? Are we still using euros? Are we using whatever? Um, But I find generally, like, everywhere I've been, um, like, especially, it's because it's metal. It's like this community and everyone's so fucking cool, you know? Like... even touring across the U.S., everywhere is a little fucking different. You know, like down south is different from, you know, up Massachusetts area. And they're all speaking different. I Like, we go to eat, and I can't even understand what they're saying, but it's English, you know? <laughs> but when you get to the show, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, bang, right. boom, how or shit, you know? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, it, the metal community, man, it's it's, it's been awesome. <laughs> I feel that. I mean, e- even the little bit, even the like the you know, I, I've I've played like out of state shows and stuff on on a much smaller scale, and I've I've experienced that. I think most notably probably in Louisiana. I think that's like the most different climate of people I've I've met versus anywhere else I've been. Strangely enough, is Louisiana. And you and you do get a little bit of what you're talking about with that thick accent where you yeah. can't really understand what some of the people are oh, saying. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you feel bad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we 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 get that in Canada. Like if we go out to the East Coast, you know, close to New Brunswick, I'm like, <laughs> we we went out there one time. We rolled down the window for the first time and. You know, we asked for directions. He's like, I don't know what the fuck you're saying, you know, like, but it's English. But it's it's mm-hmm. cool to just experience different parts. You know, I, I love touring, you know. I've always said touring is like kind of the best times of your life and the worst mm-hmm. times of your life. Oh, you for know? sure, yeah, because, like, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, just. But I, I wouldn't trade awesome, it for man. anything, though. That, that's really cool. <laughs> um, so So I have to ask, you know. I know this is probably kind of a big, maybe a big question, but but I just have to ask, like, at, at what point do you, know, like, did you know you were going to be able to make this a career? I think I was just always convinced. <laughs> yeah. um, like, you know, like in high school, whatever, it's like you just you just want to play. Like, we didn't really go on the Internet a lot. I don't even think I barely had a phone. <laughs> I don't even know if we had internet. Like, fuck. Like, like we would just go to shows. <laughs> like, we would just go to shows and meet up. It was like just this community, right? And then when I got back into it in like 2003 and started this band, like everything just happened so fast. You know, Nuclear Blast found us online. 
offered us a record deal. We ended up hooking up with these big entertainment lawyers in Toronto, big management company, going to L.A., tracking with Christian from Fear Factory. When all that shit was happening so fast, I was like, this is exactly what I want to do. You know, and I never wanted it to stop, you know, because we've had band member changes right after that first record was made, and I would not fucking quit. You know, if everybody quit around me, I would reform the goddamn band and keep going. You know, there was no quitting in me. So I've kind of just kept that the whole fucking time, you know, just this perseverance. You know, that's why Threat Signal changes so much because it's, it's not meant for everyone. You know, they'll want a taste of it, go on tour, you know, but maybe they'll have a kid or start a family or just want to get a, another job or they won't like the touring life, whatever it may be. That's you know, badass, I'll still dude. keep fucking Hell rolling. Yeah. So, you know. Right, absolutely, absolutely. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. And and, it, and I guess also it sounds like you you mentioned earlier you have that um that guitar shop job on top of that as well. So so that's got to be pretty uh, beneficial and cool for you too. Yes. I, I kind of just yeah I, I kept that job and. You know, because it's a cool job, but it provides freedom. Yeah. To uh, to leave and go on tour, you know, so you gotta kind of keep a job like that mm -hmm. if you want. Yeah, right. Do this business. That flexibility, yeah. of course. That that's awesome, man. Well, Sal, man, you got anything else? Or? Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, man. Um, John, really, really appreciate it. You have no idea how much this mean to means to us, man. Um, dude. Uh, if if Threat Signal or Monolith ever goes like back on right, tour man. and shit, and y'all are rolling through Arkansas, y'all need a place to crash, man. Hit me up, dude. I got you, dude. dude. I that's awesome, man. We've we've taken people up on that offer a mm -hmm. lot of times, man. You know that's the beauty of the scene. You know we'll just fucking <laughs> yeah. have sleepovers and shit. You know get hammered, pass out. You know just go to each other's houses. It's fucking awesome, man. It's, thank you. Hell yeah. Right. Yeah. That, that's awesome, bro. Well, um. Well, John, did did you have a uh, did you have anything else that that you'd like to to say before we go? Anything you'd like to plug? Anything like that at all? Well, just the new Monolith stuff I'm working on. You know, um, we're gonna have some new songs coming out. Uh, we're actually doing some cover songs. You're not oh! gonna know what they are <laughs> until we release them. Um, got some new material. We've also got a tour planned in in Europe, so that's coming up this fall. And yeah, always staying busy, man. And but yeah, thank you guys for having me, man. Yeah, I appreciate, appreciate it, you, man. You know? Thank you so much, and we'll catch yeah, you man. next time, John. Okay, sounds good, man. Thank you.